Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. <laughs> Hello, lovers out there. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Do you know that today is the the second biggest card giving uh, day of the year? Of course next to Christmas? it is. Of course it is. Gosh, it's the, they call it the Hallmark giving. holiday. It was invented by the card people. Yeah. I thought you said car. Card. No, card. (laughs) Who is giving someone a car today? Think about how big the Valentine's Day card section has gotten at your local store. It used to be like one little strip of cards, and now it's like... Mm -hmm. And there's like a small portion of funny ones, and the rest are all lame. Oh, the rest yeah. of them are very, like, you know, lovey-dovey, probably. Yeah. I wouldn't know because I've never bought a Valentine's Day card. Yeah. <laughs> no. I've given out the little ones as a kid, but never, like, an actual card. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah, those, like, those just-between-you-and-me cards yes. that go on and on and on. You complete when, me. When we take long walks on the beach together, it reminds me of all the ways that you've been my teacher, my lover, my friend. I caved and I got my wife a card. Mm-hmm. And I got her a gift card because I ran oh, out of ideas. Oh, nothing says love like a gift card. Yeah. <laughs> what, gift card? Oh, yeah. I guess you don't want to say where. Uh, Starbucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, Starbucks. Oh, there you go. But that's what you guys do in your relationship. Like, yeah. will, will Connie get you anything? Probably not. But you always get her something for Valentine's Day. She, actually, she actually calls this the required day of love. Yeah. Like, she, like, rolls her eyes at it. It's funny. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's it's been cute, I have to say, because I, I always feel like Valentine's Day is obviously a much bigger deal for the kids, right? Yes. So, I mean, my son went off with all of his handwritten little Valentines to school. But I, I find it cute to watch my daughters, who are in, like, first relationships and I'm, I mean they're both going on a year with these guys. Okay, so it's going to last maybe well, well, a little while. For now. <laughs> but you know, when you're a teenager Valentine's Day is a big deal. You're getting the teddy bears you're getting all the stuff, whatever, and they both put together these like gift baskets of like all these oh, like yeah. you know, the candle and the bear and the boxer shorts with the hearts on them. Ah. And remember? You remember right? Being a teen and buying all that stuff. Yeah, I can and... remember making a coupon book. Yeah, oh my daughter <laughs> She did that. She did that. And I was like, Coupon I was like, I don't want to read what these coupons are for. Oh. I did that for my wife, but that stopped about 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's it's fun to see, like, you know, the next generation figuring out, mm-hmm. like, what it, what it's all about. And then, you know, over the years, you let it fall. The honeymoon lovers are the jaded love. Yeah. Now it's just about, like, practical. I don't want to cook. Neither do you. Let's treat each yeah. other to some food. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. When you think useless, think of stew. All right, this is definitely useless, and you're going to love this fact, because I didn't know this fact. I guarantee you you guys didn't know this fact. Nobody knew this fact. Okay. In addition to being the unofficial patron saint of love, St. Valentine is also the patron saint of beekeepers. Beekeepers? Yes. There's a saint of beekeepers? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Okay. Completely useless fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is. Does that mean that there's like a saint for every profession? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. What was the other fact that you were telling us in the commercial break about two hours or two years? <laughs> oh, the average uh, person spends two hours of their uh, their life making love, which is false. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm below average. Way below. Uh, okay, what are you going to give that fact today? Uh, yeah, I think I'll give you a seven. Okay. It's very random. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a seven as well. Not even a 7.5? No, not this time. 
I liked the second fact better. <laughs> All right, so the scores we go at 10 0 30. If you're new to the show, you send in a score, one being the worst thing you've ever heard, 10 being the most amazing fact you've ever heard, and then finish your text with a creative handle, funny nickname, something catchy. Like Bitterman. Seven, I knew that. Oh, he knew he that. Of course, okay. Bitterman knew that. What? He's like the Cliff Clavin effects. Yeah. All right. Uh, fantastic. Very impressed this morning. She thought it was very useless, giving you a 10. 10 out of 10. Very useless from Hall of Famer Dump Truck Mike, formerly known as Ton Mile Mike. Mm, Turtley Sharon liked it. Useless and interesting, giving you a 10. I love what your mom just texted us. Uh, she gave you a 10 this morning, and she's like, okay, so you can send bees instead of chocolate and flowers. Can you imagine <laughs> sending somebody a box of angry bees? Oh, my God. That's a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Cranky Craig, won't you be my Valentine, giving Not, you an 8 for that's that. That's good. That's mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meathead, I love that nickname. Usually 9. Sleepy Lee's 10. Yep. Super useless. And going to be, uh, it's going to be good to tell people this and, and see the look on their faces mm. when she tells them. Gusto from the Hall of Fame. Honey, that was a good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> giving you an 8.5. All Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Because we are in a loving mood, we give that a 10. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah it did very well today. Okay, good job. Yeah. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? All right, everybody, drum roll, drum roll. And it is the Remington Group, a Toronto-based real estate development corp that have won over Ryan Reynolds. And he is partnering up with them in a consortium to make a bid for the Ottawa Senators. They're a pretty big deal. They are a big deal. It's a private corp. Uh, It was started by two guys, and now the four sons of one of them have taken over the business in recent years. This company, they say, played a large role in the redevelopment of the community of Markham. So, like, a big deal. So, they're in, yeah, they're in everything from residential to retail to commercial to income properties, which would be perfect for LeBreton Flats. And that is their goal. They have uh, one over Ryan with this vision they have to turn the franchise into a winner. They want to make it a destination on the map that people will want to come. State-of-the-art home for the Senators. Let's get her done. That's exciting. So, yeah. Hey. So, he's in. So, they uh, yeah, they have scored a huge coup. Now they just Ryan need to win the bid. Exactly. <laughs> Doing a little peruse on their site. Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown Markham. Looks pretty impressive. Yes. So, the Super Bowl, speaking of sports, uh, delivered on all levels on Sunday. Ratings were the third highest in history. Oh. Yeah. And we haven't seen that in a long time. So, Canadians, too, were tuned in. Over 8 million Canadians watching. But 113 million viewed the game. And her halftime show, Rihanna's halftime show, did even better than that. So when isolated from the rest of the broadcast, she had 119 million viewers watching wow. her. Yeah. Yep. So were you, question though, were you observant enough to pick up what Rihanna was throwing down for the halftime show? So it's all coming to light now. And when I tell you this, you won't be able to unsee it now. So think back to her outfit. The yeah. red, the red outfit. Thing, yeah. The zipper, the opening, Mm -hmm. when she put on the giant cloak and the coat and the folds and the ripples coming down the side of her body. Is that really? And the dancer's outfits with the white and the caps and the sperm. So the entire theme was fertilization. And she was a giant female body part. And those dancers were the happy sperm. (laughs) 
Really? Well, there was no consummation. Look at the performance again and look at her outfit again and tell me that is not what it was. I mean, her outfit, yeah. The, the sperms could have looked more like sperm. No, the sperm, they say, is the exact same outfit from like a Woody Allen movie when he was talking about sperm or whatever. Like it was a knockoff. So. Very clever. Oh, yeah. Very clever. So you can learn something by watching football. And the thing is, even her dancers didn't know it. So uh, a week before, even in rehearsal, she was wearing baggy clothes. That's how closely guarded this secret was and this reveal was they didn't even put it together and they were all sperm <laughs> that's hilarious i know and that's what's trending Stuck in Stu, angie and janelle i turn them on every morning when i wake up ottawa's move 100 a little warning some advice on how not to kill your partner this valentine's day <laughs> coming up in a second here from Chantal. but i mean not all valentine's days go to plan some people are all about this day some people not so much and with good reason <laughs> Yeah, with uh, experiences that are traumatizing like this. And Mm -hmm. the older you get, I feel the less you care about Valentine's. Correct. It's true. And the more single you get, the less you care about Valentine's yeah. Day. Because you probably, um, it is a honey kind of thing that we'll get into. Like, yeah. And as you know, you're kind of like money on that crap. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> but some of you, I mean, as your stories been coming in, have had some horrific Valentine's Days, let's be honest. And Chantel has a doozy. Yeah. Let's hear it, girl. Yeah, it's disgusting, honestly. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, what happened? So my boyfriend at the time, he wanted to cook me this romantic dinner for Valentine's Day. So he went through the trouble. He found a recipe. He went shopping. He was going to cook for me in his apartment, the whole thing. So he was going to do chicken and stuff it with, like, all these vegetables and cheese. It sounded very lovely. It sounds lovely so far. This is a disaster. (laughs) Well, apparently he doesn't know about... Salmonella. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so he was handling the raw chicken and stuffing it and oh. somehow obviously did not wash his hands. Oh, no. No. So after dinner, he starts complaining that he wasn't feeling well. And then suddenly I wasn't feeling well either. Oh, no. So fast forward, we basically we spent our romantic Valentine's Day that night puking in the bathroom with food poisoning until about 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no! And then the next day was just, like, taking turns of being sick in his tiny, gross little apartment bathroom. Oh, you hear everything that way. The smell alone would make me puke again. (laughs) So then, obviously, that was all just too much because it was was just, we broke up a week later. We just couldn't do it. (laughs) From embarrassment. (laughs) Wow. So moral of the story, wash your hands if you're going to cook a lovely chicken dinner. Yes. 100%. Wow. We are so sorry that happened to you. Maybe a little jaded now on Valentine's Day, eh? (laughs) Yeah, I'll never get the sound of puking in the next room out of my brain. It's okay. It's okay, though. Hopefully this year's better. Thank you, Chantal. That's enough. That's too much for better or for worse. That's too much. (laughs) Jeez, I don't know if anyone can top that. (laughs) If you think you have a better story than Chantel, please give us a call on your disaster of a Valentine's Day that, Mm. you know, maybe happened years ago. Stir up that old wound. Give us a call. 750-1100. But Stu... Yes. You, you kind of had a, a, a little bit of a, a mishap yeah. on Valentine's Something happened Day. to me w- many years ago, uh, an unfortunate situation that I'll get to. Very <laughs> embarrassing. I'll throw myself on the sword. 
And we'll get that uh, get to that coming up in about 15 minutes. On the hunt for the worst Valentine's Day story in all of Ottawa, Stu's got one to throw into the mix from his Algonquin College days. Oh, yeah. Algonk. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. But first, um, Wendy, and Valentine's Day is a pretty special day for you, right? Well, we got married on Valentine's Day 36 years ago today. Happy anniversary, Gord. And, and that day went okay. It was that evening after the wedding and going into the honeymoon phase that things really went down the toilet very quickly. Uh-oh. It was minus 33 the day we got married. Didn't have Oof. to worry about slush on the wedding dress. So we party till about 3 in the morning. Lovely wedding. Sleep at my aunt's house because we have a flight leaving at 7 in the morning from Ottawa Airport for Porta Plata. I wake up, scream at my husband, go, it's daylight. We've missed our flight. Oh, no. <gasps> no. Out of bed. It's so cold, his automatic truck will only go in reverse. (laughs) So we finally get everything together. We get to the Ottawa airport. Okay, our flight connecting flight to Toronto wasn't leaving for a while. We got another flight. We get to Toronto, and that's when the fun begins. That's when it got worse? So then we get to the Toronto airport, and they keep saying the flight's delayed, the flight's delayed. Three times we got on the plane and got off. Finally, about 11 o'clock that night, we get on the plane, and then all of a sudden we're surrounded by flashing red light. Oh. oh. The plane is missing a part, oh. apparently. At this point, they have to bring in the RCMP because everybody on the plane is losing their mind. <laughs> anyway, long story short, they did finally get to the part to the plane. We did get to Porta Plata and have a lovely honeymoon, but it's definitely a story that will always mark our wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, Thank you, Wendy, thanks so much for the call. You're welcome. Have, have a great better day. And happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's a good way to test your marriage right out of the gate. Totally. Yeah. I know. I mean, she, they didn't brush their teeth, right? So that's a long plane ride together. Uh, let's go back. Let's roll the clock back to 1995. I was in Ottawa about six months, and I was working at Burt's Bar at Algonquin College. Remember Burt's Bar? A lot of you I oh, remember yeah. Burt's Bar. Oh, yeah. I was serving coffee in my morning shift, and uh, a, a bl- lovely blonde walked in and said, Can I get a coffee? I'm like, You're kind of cute. What's your name? Blah, blah. So I eventually got up the nerve to ask her out uh, on Valentine's Day. I said, do you have a date tonight? She says, no. I said, would you like to be my Valentine? You know, just take your shot. Wow. And she actually, she actually said yes. Wow. So the whole day I'm planning, I'm getting ready, I'm wearing, like I borrowed a tie, I borrowed a jacket, I borrowed a tie. A- oh my God. I got all dressed up. I said, we're going to meet at Spanky's Bar where uh, uh, Big Rig is now. <laughs> And I was there at 7 o'clock. That sounds like quite a lovely date to take her to. I, I bought a dozen roses. I didn't even have two cents to my name. Bought a dozen roses. And I said, okay, so I'm waiting at the bar. I'm waiting. I'm looking at my watch, waiting, looking at my swatch watch. Now 7.15, 7.30. I'm like, maybe she got uh, caught in traffic, but there's no traffic. It was actually a nice day. 7.45, 8 o'clock, I you, got stood up. You waited oh. a whole hour? But... The thing that I love about this, I've heard from a friend of mine who I used to be friends with that years later, she got divorced and she has four kids. Oh, so what, so what, are you thinking that you averted that crisis or what? Oh, you poor you and your skinny little leather tie and your no. roses. What, but like, why Spanky's yeah, for a day? Because I worked at Spanky's. I was a bouncer there. 
Also, oh, so you thought you could get her free drinks? Yes, oh that was that was 100% my plan. Who asked somebody out on a first date on Valentine's well, Day? Well, you take your shot, you know. I was young and stupid. I didn't know. But then invites her to a meat market. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Spanky's. I spent a lot of time in those bouncer lineups. <laughs> I know what went on in there. Very romantic place. Very romantic at Spanky's. Yes. Yes. Oh, I feel sad for you, but I mean, at least you're not stepped out to four kids you didn't want. Oh yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, if you have a wedding registry or a baby registry at Bed Bath & Beyond or Bye Bye Baby, might be time to pivot. Pick a oh, different yeah. store very quickly. Yep. So Bed Bath & Beyond, of course, closing all stores in Canada. That's 54 stores. There's going to be a lot of full-time and part-time employees uh, who are losing jobs. And this comes only a couple of days after the U.S. division of the store announced that they had averted bankruptcy. Oh. But the Canada store is apparently not profit profitable enough to pay off their debts. So they're closing and they're going to be liquidating until uh, they can get as much product out the doors as possible. I know my friend texted me over the weekend. She's like, I'm heading to Bed Bath & Beyond because she buys those Woodwick candles there. Yeah. You know the uh, ones that crackle like they're mm-hmm. a real wood fire? And mm-hmm. she's like ran there and then she said that there was actually good deal so if you know you're what looking always for bug, you know what always bugged me about bed bath and beyond how they would send out the coupons and get 20 percent off and then you go to cash it in it would, would only be for like five things yeah certain things or a certain yeah. amount and all of mm. that yeah so closing up shop that's sad just another yeah. one bites the dust so if uh you love free pizza listen up canadian pizza chain pizza pizza is showing some support to yes. all single Canucks out there today on Valentine's Day. And they're actually in solidarity with you singles, changing their name for the day. Oh, why? <laughs> so instead of Pizza Pizza, today only, they will be known as just Pizza. <laughs> they are single like you. Are they going to cook oh, it? That's funny. <laughs> it's the worst pizza out there. Uh, so they are uh, offering up a free slice, single slice for singles today. So for anyone who doesn't have someone to have dinner with tonight, you can swing by there between the dinner hours of 6 and 9 p.m. today on Valentine's Day, and you can get your free slice as a swing and single. Every student at Algonquin right? yes. and yeah. Ottawa U is like rushing there too. They have the biggest slices. I mean, it was the best deal going for <laughs> so getting the good. most food into yeah. your belly. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Bad pizza is still good pizza. I mean, really. It's pizza. Yeah. It's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's even Delicia will work <laughs> sometimes. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. Don't even try because you're not going to win today. Who's made the cuts? Janelle? Um, On the line we have Huda and Lynn. So Huda and Angie will be going first this morning. Good morning, Huda. Hi. Hi there. So we have first choice of categories. We'll tell you what they are and you pick which one you like, all right? Okay. All right. So thank you to Wallacea Barnes who sent in our categories this morning. We have Valentine's Day celebrating with the girls or Valentine's Day for kids. Uh, let's do Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Okay, I like it. All right, here we go. What's the meal after breakfast? Lunch. And you're going to the mall. You're going shopping. Yes. Uh, and you t- um, you're going uh, to get a manicure, a pedicure. You're going to the spa. Yeah. Oh, and when you're getting your fingers worked on, you're getting a massage. No fingers. 
Manicure. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to the bar and you're singing into a microphone. You're going to sing. Karaoke. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to a vineyard. You're going to do a... Wine tasting. Yeah. And uh, you're going on a what up the mountain with ropes and... Hike. Yeah. Wow. Yes, girl. Good job. Yeah. You came to play. Sure. Yes, she did. <laughs> All right. Hang on the line. Who sent these categories? Uh, Wallacea Barnes. Okay. Um, our, uh, c- uh, what's my category? Um, well, we have Lynn on the line with us this morning to play with you, Stu. And Good morning, Lynn. Your morning. category is Valentine's Day for the Kids. Oh, this should be easy. All right, here we go. Valentine's for the Kids. Think kids. All right, three, two, one. This is the big show that Jennifer Aniston was in in the 90s. Oh, friends. Yes, and you, we play a lot of what on Valentine's Day? A lot of... Board, uh, board, board game. Yes, and uh, these are for kids. They're delicious, and they're shaped in something in your body. It's like a sweet thing. A heart. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, and uh, a lot of a lot of uh, things that are bad for you will be given out today with a lot of sugar. What, what is that? Sweet. Uh, th- no, uh, the other thing. Uh, uh, oh, we were so good. Candy is the candy yeah. I was looking oh. for. I didn't think she'd get cinnamon hearts. Yeah. To be honest. I, I thought that was great. You guys did a great job getting cinnamon yeah. hearts. Unfortunately, not enough. Only three. So try again, okay? Thank you. Who does? The winner today. Good job. Oh, thank you. All right. How do you sleep at night taking the win away from me? <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> All right, what'd she win? Well, uh, we have for you a uh, four-pack of passes uh, for uh, Mont Cascades. They're day passes. And to get your lift tickets and season passes, check out montcascades.ca slash ski. Thank you. So we asked you just moments ago, what were some of your uh, first dances, like your wedding song at your wedding? And just taking a quick a scroll through some of your texts to 10.030. We love it when you interact with us during the show. Uh, some really romantic songs here. Ed Sheeran's Perfect. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Unchained oh. Melody. I like Chicago. You're the inspiration from yeah. Karen. Mm-hmm. I love this one, of course. This person used Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, a Love Story by Taylor Swift. Yeah. Mm, lots of great songs there. And actually, some of them have made the list that Billboard has put out in advance of Love Day today. They put out what they say is their list of the top 50 love songs of all time. Okay. So, let's uh, let's go with like the top three. Like, yeah, we can't go through 50. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, just uh, a fun fact, just a shout out. We won't play but uh, Rihanna got the number four spot. For what? We found love in a oh, hopeless place. Okay. <laughs> really? Okay. With Calvin Harris, yeah. I wouldn't put that high up. Yeah, that's number four. Mm. Okay, so let's go through the top three. This is number three of the 50 most romantic songs of all time, says Billboard magazine. How deep is your love? Oh, yeah. Yes, baby. I know this song that well. Like, I know it. But... Saturday Night Fever. They'll be singing the song 100 years, 100 years from now. Mm-hmm. The Bee Gees. Oh, so good. Number three. That's music. All right. Uh, kind of no surprise. This one never goes away when people talk about sexy songs. Boys to men. I'll make love I remember the first time I saw this, it was in a, an adult uh, strip club. I bet you. Yeah. 
She was dancing to the song oh, on stage. Of course she was. I yeah. bet you a lot of people had this on a mixtape and played it over and over oh, yeah. and over. Daydreaming, working on making out with your hand and practicing. So this is a pretty bold statement for Billboard magazine. Like, I don't know how you narrow it down. There's been so many romantic songs over the years. And of course, you're going to believe that your wedding song was the most romantic one. Yeah. Uh, but this is maybe kind of a surprise. I thought I would say so too for I mean, number it's a one good song. I would have expected it to be on the list. Yeah, for number one, given the honors to this one. From Love Story with Brooke Shields. Such a great song. Mm-hmm. Such a great song. Diana Ross and Lana Richie. This has not held me whatsoever. I have no idea what our wedding song is going to really? be. Really? You guys don't have a song? <laughs> no, is that the thing that couples have? A song what? is the slam screen door, sneaking out, laying, tapping on your window. Yeah, what what no. did you just sing, Angie? That was Taylor Swift's Our Song. Okay, yes. Because <laughs> she was talking about that they didn't have a song. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it because you, ta- you weren't singing like Taylor. No, definitely not. <laughs> we have to find a song for you, Janelle. Yeah, they're, they're too old for me. I need to find a newer one. <laughs> yeah, you do. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? I love you. He's back. He's back. Mattel made a major announcement yesterday, revealing that Barney is coming back. Why? But not everyone is feeling the digital makeover they've given him, and they've been kind of dragging this reboot across the internet. But this time he's back as a CGI purple dinosaur. Yeah, he's animated now. Oh, he's kind of cute, though. He is kind of cute. So, but they are banking on a big return for this Barney. So he's going to return as this animated character, not just in TV land, though. They have films planned in the works. Of course. They want to make him a YouTube star. They're going to be releasing lines of toys, even new music. And the new series is set for a 2024 premiere. So they believe, Mattel, that Barney's message of love and kindness has stood the test of time. And now they're tapping into the nostalgia of the generations who grew up with Barney, who are now parents themselves. And they're banking on the fact that you want to pass him down to your kids. Janelle? I guarantee it's going to work. It's going to work. It's I going think. to work. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that I am going to encourage my kids to go and like like Barney eventually when mm. that day comes, but it's going to probably be hard to not get them to like Barney. I mean, if you want the new generation <laughs> to like him, you have to make him animated and digital yeah. for sure. Yeah. The big He's, costume had to go. Absolutely. He's yeah. cute there. I can see this being fun. I, as long as they don't make it quite as lame. Like, can we can we update yeah. that I Love You song? And like, maybe you got something catchy going on. Right. <laughs> Well, Remington Group has something going on. They have wooed Ryan Reynolds into their bid as part
part of their consortium uh, that they're going to put forth this bid to try to buy the Ottawa Senators with Ryan Reynolds now a partner with them. So this is a Toronto-based real estate development group. They are basically the people who redesigned Markham, uh, the entire place, uh, residential, retail, commercial, income properties, all under their portfolio. Yeah, yeah, so I guess they put a presentation forward to Ryan. He liked it. Uh, they sold him on their vision that they have. They want to put the Sens on the map, building this state-of-the-art home for the Ottawa Senators. And with all of their experience with retail, commercial, income properties, etc., that's perfect for what they want to do at LeBron. Totally. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a match made in heaven. So, Stu, you reached out to your good buddy Ryan this morning. You slid into his DMs. And I said, congrats on the partnership with Remington. I was excited because I thought it was the company that shaves your face. But then after an extensive Internet search of two minutes, you have nailed us. Please be our new owner and we can babysit your 12 kids. He replied with a very long text. Ha ha, deal. <laughs> 12 kids. Well, at least he replied. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. Okay. He replies to you a lot, though, right? Yeah, like, he this does. is, yeah. yeah. We're BFFs. Yeah. Well, wait, wait till he owns the sense. I'm sure you'll get like a free ticket or two. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Not like you didn't already get them. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Ladies and gentlemen, moves. Password to paradise. Winner. You know, we had somebody uh, message us earlier this morning. How much longer do I have for the contest? You know, yeah. how many more chances are there? That's a good question. Well, uh, we still have full two more weeks of passwords for you, plus yeah. the rest of this week. So <laughs> we're going into March, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we still got lots of opportunity for you to get this call that you pray for every morning. Let's do it. Hello? Good morning. We're looking for Bob. This is Bob. Hey, Bob. It's Stu, Angie, and Janelle from Move 100. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, we just want to know how you're doing. What you up to? We're checking in. I think I'm hopefully doing a lot better now. Okay, Bob. Are you tired of the winter? Oh, I'm so tired of the winter. Do you, you think you deserve to go away? You know what? My wife deserves to go away, and I'd love to go with her. <laughs> Aww. Well, maybe she'll have you because you <laughs> happen to be the lucky one. That's very sweet. But, Bob, congratulations. You and your wife are headed to Beaches, Woo! Turks, and Caicos. Oh, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Oh, hang on to your hearts for this story. Oh, no. (laughs) Something out of a notebook, I think. So an aerial photo has revealed a labor of love by a farmer as a tribute to his late wife. And it is beautiful. So he's an English farmer. His name is Winston Howes, and he owns a 45-hectare farm um, in, in his area of where he lives. And he started creating this meadow decades ago after his wife of 33 years, Janet died suddenly from heart failure at just 50 years of age. So he came up with this idea of creating a heart in the clearing of this field. And he painstakingly laid out the thousands of Oak trees in this six acre field on his farm, marking out an acre-long heart with, like, this large, bushy hedge. Wow. So the entrance to this secret heart is only accessible from the track that leads up from the very tip of the heart. 
And what's more is the tip of that heart, the track that leads into it, points and faces the direction of her childhood home. Oh, my God. (laughs) So once it was completed, they put a bench in the center of the heart, Janet's bench, and it overlooks the hill near where she used to live. So Winston goes down there sometimes just to sit on Janet's bench, think about things, go down memory lane. Now, this meadow can't be seen from the road and actually remained a family secret up until now until a hot air balloonist happened to take a photograph of it from the air and was blown away by it. So, of course, now everyone's flying over. There's photographs. There's drone video of it that's gone viral. But Farmer Winston says, well, the secret's out now. It is our special place. It is our lasting tribute to Janet. But it is spectacular. That's so sweet. I just looked it up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's huge. And it's it's beautiful. beautiful. And, I mean, the tip pointing to her home and the bench in the middle. Uh, I feel the love. That's so beautiful. And that's all the feels on Move 100.